This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. Off to an undoubtedly chilly start. 604, we have 44 degrees in Binghamton. Sunny today, a high in the mid-70s. Very seasonable. New York State Police are looking for a missing 14-year-old girl. Officials in the Richfield Springs barracks say Angelina Sturdivant was last seen at her home in the town of Roseboom in Otsego County on Monday night. The girl is white, stands 5 feet 2 inches tall, weighs about 190 pounds, and has brown eyes and brown hair. She was wearing a pink camouflage pullover sweatshirt and hood and may be carrying a white makeup bag with gray marking on it. The teen has an eyebrow brow piercing above her left eye, pierced ears, a nose piercing on the right side of her nose, lower lip piercing, and a tongue piercing. Anyone with information is asked to call New York State Police at 607-561-7400. Rochester-based supermarket chain Wegmans has sent out an advisory to customers warning that two cloud databases that were accidentally left open could have been compromised and some customers' information made available to someone else. A news release says phone numbers and some passwords to Wegmans.com accounts could have been compromised. Shoppers Club numbers and email addresses, birth dates, addresses, and phone numbers could be impacted. The company says all impacted Wegmans.com account password characters were not actually contained in the databases. Social security numbers or any payment or banking information also not involved. Wegmans says the issue was brought to their attention by a third-party security researcher in the middle of April, and the company worked with a forensics firm to determine the scope of the problem. The release says while passwords were protected through what is known as hashing, the customers can change their passwords as a cautionary measure if they so choose. Anyone with inform- with questions can call 1-855-535-1852. A West Side Binghamton building that was home to a post office for several years is about to be converted into a food store. Signs posted on the building at 146 Main Street indicate it is going to be the new home of A1 Grocery and Halal Meat. That business had operated in a building about a half mile to the east until a fire in March in a neighboring apartment house destroyed the business. The damaged building was demolished in late April. The site of the future grocery store had been used by the United States Postal Service as Westview Station until the office was closed in 2011. A surf pro franchise used the site for a few years after acquiring that building in 2016. WMBF First News Time 607, Pennsylvania's Senate is advancing legislation that substantially expands which outlets can sell bottles or cans of mixed hard alcohol drinks to go, but Democrats call it a poison pill that will kill other provisions to help restaurants and bars post-pandemic. The bill passed yesterday, 26 to 24. Originally, the bill had bipartisan support for extending the provisions that were granted to bars and restaurants to help them make money money under COVID-19 restrictions. Governor Wolf's support changed after Republicans inserted a provision to allow beer and wine licensees like grocery stores, bars, restaurants, convenience stores, and beer distributors to sell mixed hard liquor drinks in cans or bottles. Currently, only state-owned liquor stores are allowed to sell those products in Pennsylvania.
WMBF News Time, 6.08. Charlie Giroux, a longtime conservative activist, is going to be running for governor of Pennsylvania, joining the field of candidates vying for the Republican Party's nomination next year. The 66-year-old runs a communications and marketing firm in Harrisburg, is vice chairman of the American Conservative Union, and is a rank-and-file state party committee member. Giroux said he will formally announce his campaign today at a volunteer firehouse in Cumberland County, where his son is a volunteer firefighter. Giroux has appeared on the GOP's event circuit in recent months, speaking to audiences as a potential candidate. The governor's office is open in 2023, since Governor Tom Wolf, a Democrat, cannot seek another term due to term limits. It's 6.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with the Mets and the Cubs last night. Saturday Night Live choices. Pilar hits one deep to left field. Forget it. This ball is long gone. Deep into the lower left field stands. The fifth home run of the year for Kevin Pilar. He hit that way beyond the old Great Wall of Flushing. Far beyond the 358 mark. Thank you, Kevin. And the Mets beat the Cubs 6-3 yesterday in St. Louis. St. Louis over Miami, Cincinnati, Colorado, Washington, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. All winners over in the American League Yankees in Toronto. Swung on and hit high in the air to left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. It is. They hit it even further this time. Gary Sanchez, another home run, and uh, the Yankees win 3-2. The Yankees win. Detroit White Sox, Oakland, Cleveland, Houston, Minnesota winners. Portland pulling one out over the Rumble Ponies in the 10th inning. They win 5-4 last night here at Rabbitoh Stadium. Game three of that six-game homestand tonight right here in Binghamton. NBA. The Clippers and the Utah Jazz. George foul line extended on the far side against O'Neal. Couple of jab steps for George. He's going one on one. He'll rise over the top. He got the foul called. He put it in. Paul George, the 18 footer is true, and a three point play for PG 13. And Utah beats the uh, Utah falls to the Clippers, 119 to 111. A shocker in Philadelphia. Philadelphia was up by 26 points. And the Atlanta Hawks came back to defeat them, 109 to 106. Man, they outscored the 76ers 40 to 19 in the fourth quarter. Talk about a total collapse, a meltdown, you know. And the Atlanta Hawks believe they can win that and go to the finals. And they're up three games to two. Game six in Atlanta. That's a must for Philadelphia facing elimination, and then they can get by that game. And then there's a game seven. They'd still have to win that one as well. So it's going to be a tough climb for them. Joel Embiid. May not do it again this year. We'll have to wait and see. In the NHL, Montreal over Vegas, 3-2. And in local sports, we mentioned earlier, the Binghamton Black Bears, our new hockey team, going to have a new coach, well, the first head coach of the Binghamton Black Bears, James Henry, who is no stranger to hockey. And there's more information about him at WNBF.com. You can check it out there. Plus, Bayheim's Army. It's a team with uh, many of uh, the Orangemen alumni. And you can find out about their lineup. they got a, the best talented team, actually, they've had in the six-year history of the tournament, which will start at seventh year. So check that out, too, at WNBF.com. That is a look at sports.
WNBF First News Time, 613. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. That looks kind of clear this morning. Road conditions are good. The usual milling and paving probably going on uh, around the area. But uh, other than that, no traffic accidents to report, no huge tie ups this morning. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast sunny today, high in the mid 70s. Mostly clear tonight, low around 50. Increasing clouds Friday, chances from afternoon showers. And gusty winds high in the low 80s for the weekend. Mostly cloudy Saturday, showers and thunderstorms possible low to mid 80s. Partly sunny, or rather sunny, I'm sorry, for Father's Day and the first day of summer. Sunday's high, low to mid 80s. 45 degrees right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We welcome you. Got a, a big announcement to make this morning regarding... The uh, noon to three Rush Limbaugh program. Of course, the Rush, you know, Rush passed away in February, and they've been running uh, kind of uh, guest hosts. Today, we will let you know what WNBF is going to be doing beginning on Monday, and who you will hear, and what you will hear from noon to three, coming up uh, uh, beginning this Monday. So, more information a little bit uh, about an hour from now, right after, just before rather, we do the Rush Limbaugh's morning commentary. It'll be his morning commentary, paying tribute to Rush for the very last time. Uh, this morning at about 7.20. So just prior to that, we'll make the announcement of what we're going to be doing noon to 3 on WNBF beginning Monday, weekdays right here. We'll check the date. It's Doug's Date Book on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Hey, June 17, 1965, the Kinks arrived in New York for their first American tour. In 1967, Moby Grape released five singles simultaneously in their debut with the CBS label only the song Omaha charted at number 88. And in 1968, the Ohio Express got their first gold single with this novelty hit. Yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy and I feel like I'm loving See, these you. were the hook songs in the 60s. Love you such a sweet thing, good enough to All right, 1978, Jefferson Starship failed to perform at a festival in Germany because singer Grace Slick was unable to go on stage. Angry fans started a riot and caused more than a million dollars in damage. 1989, Ringo Starr announced the, he would tour again for the first time in several years. His first all-star band included Clarence Clemens, sax player for the E Street Band, Joe Walsh, Billy Preston, Niles Lofgren. And today is actor Peter Lupus's birthday from Mission Impossible. He's 89. It's also singer Barry Manilow's birthday. I write the songs that make the whole world sing. Barry is 78. I write the songs of love and special things. By the way, he didn't write that song. It was written by Bruce Johnston, who was a guitar player for the Beach Boys. Just and it's a song about music. It's not saying that Barry Manilow writes the songs. No, but he didn't write the song anyway. Oh, he so got all sorts of flack about the lyrics of that song. He goes, no, it says, I am music and I write the songs. No, I get what the song's about, but I'm just saying he didn't write the song. I get that. But he, back when the song came out, he got all sorts of, what an ego. No, oh, I thought it was a great song. It's no, about he got music. a lot of backslap on that song. I love the song, and it's in uh, F major seventh, one of my favorite chords. <laughs> Comedian Joe Piscopo is seventy today. Uh, let's see, director Bobby Farley from the Farley Brothers, sixty-three. Actor Greg Kinnear, fifty-eight. Actor Jason Patrick is fifty-five, and Will Forte from Saturday Night Live is fifty-one. Oh yes, and rapper Kendrick Lamar is thirty-four. 
that's the famous folks that are celebrating. First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. I got nothing now after Barry Manilow didn't write the song. <laughs> he uh, he actually, I, well, no, he didn't write that song either. Um, I, I think he contributed to it, but um, Could It Be Magic was my wedding song. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, That was Chopin, wasn't it? Chopin's prelude. <laughs> I know. But uh, I like to say that. It's also Eat Your Vegetables Day. You know that? You know, I've, I've Otherwise had, known as Thursday. Well, my, my kid, you know, my kids really, I mean, I had, to, I, I had to fight with them all the time. They eat their vegetables, and I would just stand And the funny there. thing is, my mom had to fight with me, too, and now I'm a vegetarian. And they had, uh, f- you know, the frozen peas or the canned peas, but the, they didn't like the frozen peas. And I made them for them one time, and I said, look, all I'm asking is that you give peas a chance. That's all. And, you know, of course, the rest is history. But anyway, I always like the raw peas off the vine. We, I have some snow peas. For some unknown reason, my sister gives random gifts that yeah. just don't make sense. She gave sense. you snow peas. She gave me a package of snow pea seeds mm-hmm. on my birthday. Yeah. I don't know why. So we planted them, and well, actually, I instructed the husband on how to plant them in pots next to the arbor that we have that goes over. Um, the entrance to our patio to the camper, yeah. and I'm training. I'm going to train them to go up over the the arbor, and it's kind of creepy if you think about it. These plants that send out these tendrils and grab onto things, yeah. and it's amazing how fast they're growing. It's amazing how they can reach out and do that too. You know? Yeah, and I was like, put one near the arbor and kind of took one of the t- tendrils and just laid it there. And like an hour later, I came back and it was started to wrap around. It's just, it was so. Fa- I mean, I just went. This is. Just just creepy. <laughs> yeah, I remember we used to grow beans in, in school, like in class, because they grow very quickly, the bean sprouts, you know. And I remember we, planting sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds grow pretty quick, too. Yeah. We have a bunch on the side of our house. I haven't looked lately. They they, they planted them a couple weeks ago. I got some pre-started mini sunflowers mm-hmm. for my, you know, I have all my plants are in pots down at the campground and i checked on them last weekend and they're going very quickly and i've got buds on all of them already but they're miniature sunflowers they only get about 18 inches tall they're not like the five foot ones or something like that Uh, you know i love irony don't you i do I think it's terribly ironic. Now, I'm fully aware that the the business probably does not own, definitely does not own the plaza where it's located, but it seems just very ironic that the worst parking lot holes and craters and stuff is in a home improvement place. Now, you'd think they've got bags of gravel that they could put and fill in these holes that could swallow, oh, I don't know, a VW. (laughs) This is true. I just, we were just picking up some some more pellets for the grill yesterday, and it was like, you know, <laughs> this is a repaired place. You pick up stuff to fix stuff, don't you think? <laughs> it would be summer arrives this weekend, too, so I'm looking forward to that. And it's Father's Day, so dad's out there, um, you know, celebrate your Father's Day as well my dad's it's funny i had a bunch of birthdays uh, my my daughter's birthday's tomorrow then our other daughter's birthday is sunday and my uh my granddaughter's birthday is monday and my dad's birthday's tuesday have you ever got any memorable father's day gifts um 
But my my daughter, she's kind of humorous. She always get you know. There's something that they'll give you, like it's like a, a goofy gift. I think we got this like uh, this. Uh, I got this um, alien like with the aliens that you, they show you over in. Uh, what do you call it? The Studio Fifty Four or whatever it is. <laughs> That's area. area Roswell. Yeah, Roswell. Yeah, those ones. They got me. One of those was like a wine holder, and I think we we ended up giving it back to them or some. I don't know. It's one of those like you do with your birthday cards. You guys don't sign. Yeah, them. right. Well, we were we were another store we went to yesterday it was a store that sells sundries. Yeah. You know, multiple of different items. Right. And, and we went by this one uh, bunch of shelves, and it said. You know, Father's Day gifts, it was shelves of rope. I go, that's disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> Big bundles of rope. <laughs> Why does that constitute a good Father's Day yeah. gift? That just seemed really creepy. Throw in a little duct tape and it'll really be creepy. Whoa! <laughs> I'm just saying. This whole right? conversation took a really dark turn. <laughs> no, it was. It's humorous, folks. It's not anything. Oh we would my! Do. I just thought. I just looked at the husband and I went. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> Big announcement coming up a little less than an hour from now. We're going to tell you exactly uh, what's going on next week, noon to 3, in the Rush Limbo program slot. A lot of people have been asking. They've been asking. We're going to tell you a little bit before his final moment, uh, the final commentary that we give at 720 for Rush, uh, in memory of Rush. That will be the final one today. And just before that, we'll announce what we're going to do. I'm going for coffee, Kathy. We'll we'll check in with you with some headlines in just a couple of minutes, and we'll check back with you again uh, this hour. Right now, time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. I don't know about you, but my kids are so excited to be back in school full-time this fall. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. I feel lucky that my three girls love to learn. But let's be honest, they also love to spend time with their friends. And at school, that means hanging out in the cafeteria. School lunches have gotten a bad rap over the years. But a new study out of Tufts School of Medicine find kids actually get some of their healthiest meals of the day from school cafeterias. They get the majority of their calories, though, from the grocery store. And that's where you come in. Marian Nessel, one of the world's leading nutrition experts, says when parents don't bring processed food into the house, it's one less opportunity for children to eat it. She says there's no such thing as kids' food. They should eat the exact same things as you do. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see the smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. 
morning. It's 45 degrees at 6.30. Forecast today, sunny and a high in the mid-70s. A wave of brief internet outages has hit dozens of financial institutions, airlines, and other companies. Internet monitoring websites show disruptions across the globe. Many of the outages were reported by people in Australia trying to do banking, book flights, and access postal services. Australia's central bank was also affected, as was Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Most of the outages appeared to end after about an hour or so. Brief internet service outages are not uncommon and are only rarely the result of hacking or other mischief, but the outages have underscored how vital a small number of behind-the-scenes companies have become to running the internet. Presidents Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin of Russia spent more than three hours discussing issues yesterday at their summit in Switzerland. Biden says they ticked through their list so quickly in such an excruciating detail that they looked at each other and thought, "Okay, what's next? In one area of agreement, Putin and Biden decided to return their respective ambassadors to Washington and Moscow in a bid to improve badly deteriorated diplomatic relations between the countries. Biden and Putin also instructed their diplomats to begin laying the groundwork for a new phase of arms control. A sweeping pro-democracy media crackdown underway in Hong Kong. the pro-democracy Apple Daily on Thursday morning and raided the media group's offices for the second time in a year as pressure mounts on the city's media. Editor-in-chief Ryan Law and four directors were detained on suspicion of colluding with foreign forces under the controversial national security law imposed by Beijing last summer. Police cited several articles printed in the tabloid and its online edition that called for sanctions on Hong Kong and China. Britt Clenet, ABC News, Hong Kong. WMBF First News Time, 6.32. New York State Police are releasing now the identities of the bicyclist who was killed and the one who was injured when a group of riders was hit by a driver who left the scene in Cortland County. Troopers say 67-year-old Kit Warren of DeRider was killed, while 67-year-old John Rutan of McGraw was taken to Upstate Medical Center in Syracuse with non-life-threatening injuries after a group of riders was hit on Route 26 in Cincinnatus shortly before 7.30 on Tuesday evening. Two other riders, a 34-year-old woman from Green and a 64-year-old man from Cincinnatus, were not hurt. State police say the vehicle was found in the town of Willett and authorities were talking with someone they believe to have been the driver. The investigation is continuing. A Johnson City restaurant is expected to be closed for about a week following a blaze in its kitchen overnight Tuesday into Wednesday. Firefighters were sent to Blondie's Restaurant in the Oakdale Mall shortly before 1.30 a.m. yesterday. A sprinkler system had been activated by the fire, quickly extinguishing the blaze. Fire damage was confined to the kitchen. Fire Marshal Bob Blakesley says the blaze originated in a hamper that was filled with folded and stacked cleaning rags. He says he believes the fire may have smoldered for a few hours before it burned up a wall and triggered the sprinkling system. No injuries were reported. Co-owner Andrew Malo says that the sprinklers ran for close to two hours, resulting in a significant amount of water throughout the restaurant. A disaster cleanup company had been contacted to work at the site at the former Arby's fast food restaurant. Blondie's opened at the site in December. 
Concerts at Otsenango Park will be resuming in a couple weeks after being called off due to the pandemic last year. Broome County Parks Recreation and Youth Services officials say the Broome Bands Together free concerts will be held most Tuesdays during the summer starting July 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. Families and individuals can bring lawn chairs or blankets to the park, pack a picnic, or buy snacks from a vendor at the concert. The tentative lineup includes Beard of Bees, the Yada Yadas. Any of those concerts that are rained out, a couple more dates would be tacked on at the end of August. Republicans in control Pennsylvania's legislature are revisiting a fight from last year, passing legislation to require Governor Tom Wolf to go through them if he wants to impose a price on greenhouse gas emissions from power plants. The bill passed 35 to 15 in the Senate on Monday, a veto-proof majority for a bill that Wolf's office says he is going to reject. The bill still has to go to the House. The Democrat governor last year vetoed a similar bill to prevent him from unilaterally bringing Pennsylvania Pennsylvania into the multi-state regional greenhouse gas initiative, Wolf's top priority to fight climate change. The organization says a price on carbon dioxide emissions emitted by fossil fuel-fired power plants. It's 6.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Let's start with the one NHL playoff game last night. Montreal and Vegas. A breakaway. Byron right into the backhand. And he shoots and scores. Paul Byron found his way in behind the defense. He roofed it. And it's 3 0 Montreal. And the Canadians aren't going away quietly in the Stanley Cup semifinals. The Habs had uh, even the series at a game of pieces. Carey Price stopped 29 saves in a 3-2 win over the Golden Knights in Vegas. So there you go. Kind of exciting series. Talk about exciting series. Uh, yesterday, the Atlanta Hawks travel into Philadelphia to take on Joel Embiid and the 76ers, and the 76ers were up 27 points until the fourth quarter. And the Hawks have one-tenth of a second to get the ball in play, and they will win game number five in Philadelphia. How about the Atlanta Hawks, folks? Those of you listening nationally, Philadelphia was ahead by 26 points, and this Atlanta Hawks team that believes never gave up, never gave up, came all the way back, and they defeat the mighty Philadelphia 76ers 109-106. to All right, in game six, is in Atlanta, so uh, they're up 3-2. They can eliminate them and knock off the 76ers. Clippers in Utah last night. It was the L.A. Clippers, 119. Utah, 111. In the American League, Yankees win over Toronto, 3-2. Detroit, White Sox, Oakland, Cleveland, Houston, Minnesota winners. New York Mets defeat the Cubs, 6-3. St. Louis, Cincinnati, Colorado, Washington, San Francisco, and Philadelphia. All winners. Portland Sea Dogs over the Binghamton Rumble Ponies 5-4 in 10 innings last night. It was an exciting game. Game three of that six-game homestand tonight at Morabito Stadium. Also, the Binghamton Black Bears, our new hockey team, has announced their first head coach will be James Henry. No stranger to hockey. Uh, coach, or assistant coach, rather, I should say, uh, with the Fayetteville Marksman. Also, was part of a development, mentoring, and consulting from coast to coast. Development included former Binghamton Senator Mike Sado and uh, also was a player for the Adirondack Thunder. Set some records there. So look forward to Coach Henry being here with them with the Black Bears as their first game here 
at the Visions Federal Memorial Arena will be November 6th, and the series or the season will start sometime in late October. So excited about that too. And that's a look at sports for you. WNBF First News Time is 6:39. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, no accidents to report this morning. That's a good thing, and traffic looks to be rolling along okay. Checking your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Sunshine today, high in the mid-70s. Mostly clear tonight, low around 50. Increasing clouds on Friday, maybe some afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and a high in the low 80s. For the weekend, mostly cloudy Saturday, showers and thunderstorms possible. Partly, or rather, sunshine for Sunday, Father's Day. Highs both days for the weekend, mid to upper, or mid to lower to mid 80s. All right. Which isn't bad. And we bring summer in also on Sunday. Right now we're at 45 degrees. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. And Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. And welcome to a Thursday at 6. News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl with yellow feathers in her hair and a dress cut down her ass. She would merengue and do the cha-cha. And while she tried to be a star, Tony always tended bar across the crowded floor. They worked from eight till four. They were young and they had each other Who could ask for more at the Copa Copa Cabana The hottest spot north of Havana At the Copa Copa Cabana Music and passion were always the fashion at the Copa They fell in love Happy 78th birthday to Mr. Barry Manilow, the guy that my... I hate that song. My wife... Why? Well, that's a great song. My wife... He hated that song. Uh, you can't... Hate is a... Uh, that's a bad word. Even though, he, even though that made him, like, lots of fame and money, he, he said in later years that he has come to grips with it. Well, I suppose... <laughs> but you, he did not like that song. You've never merengued, right? So... You know, the thing is, too, and it's just like uh, I met Rupert Holmes one time. He's the guy that does the Pina Colada song. Yeah. And he said the same thing. He said, I couldn't stand that song. He goes, it's going to be on my tombstone. I know it is. <laughs> you know? So, but, uh, you know, the, at least with Barry Manilow, he isn't, he wasn't stereotyped to one song like Chubby Chucker. Chubby Chucker had the twist his whole life. Yeah. You know? No, Barry Manilow is stereotyped. Ask Roger. Roger thinks all Barry Manilow songs are sad, except for... Um, what is it? Uh, play it on the radio or something like that. There's. Hmm. I like it's a miracle. That's a good one. That's yeah, there's a lot. He does have. I mean, a lot of them are sad songs, but ready to take a chance again is like uplifting. Yeah, it is. It's a good song. I mean, I like some of the sadder or some of the. I, I play a couple songs on the piano. I play write the songs and I play Mandy. I like those songs. Like trying to get the feeling is a good one. Yeah, that's a great tune. You know. <laughs> when it, we we used to do in when in high school, uh, when we get back from a long trip for a football game or something, then we would 
I would lead the bus, the band bus, in a in a chorus of "Looks like we made it." <laughs> Speaking of bands, um, uh, concert at Senego Park are going to resume. I, a lot of my friends you mentioned, like Reckless Marcy, I know those guys. Uh, some of the other bands. Beard of Bees. Beard, they're an awesome band. Awesome. <laughs> I just can't stand the name. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're, they're, they are an awesome band. If you ever get a chance to see them, very, very talented. So so is Reckless Marcy. There's a lot of great bands. My band, Last Call, they play out there. Uh, there's so many different uh, bands. that. And uh, it's free. Yeah. And they're going to have food vendors. Hey, it's back. Yeah, excited about that, you know. And they're going to start the movie nights again. I think that's at Highland Park. Yeah, are they going to have fireworks this year? I haven't heard anything I had not heard when I talked to Liz Voigt on uh, Close Up, which, of course, you can find the last week's episode on podcast. You can. Well, (laughs) you would know, but um, I I think we would have heard something by now if they were going to have fireworks at Highland Park this year. I don't know. I don't know. We did. Uh, I did those every year, and I worked with Charlie, who was the fireworks guy, because we played the station I was on at at the time. Played the music to. Sequer- that may be why we weren't told. Mm, I don't know. They they stopped doing that a few years ago. Yeah. But um, yeah. anyway, no. I I think that the town of Union would know if uh, if they are Ray or, or Barb Harley or somebody over there. Uh, if the, if you are having fireworks, let us know because we'd like to pass that along no people were a little bit surprised by fireworks night before last yeah what 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 was that the ones that didn't pay attention to the news and hear that the governor said that we were going to be shooting off fireworks to mark 70 percent of the population vaccinated it's like why why are there fireworks at binghamton university (laughs) now i don't know what the rest of the nation the slide is on the rest of the nation but 70 percent seems pretty good yeah, it's pretty you know. good. I mean, you have a few um, holdout states that I want to say like Alabama. Mm-hmm. Well, Utah. they have banjo- they have banjos on their knees, so they're busy doing stuff, you know. But anyway. But I mean, the thing is, the thing is, now we've got this Delta variant, and they've said even before when we had the British mutation and the other mutations, they said once you get where this thing doesn't have a place to sit, it can't mutate. Yeah. So that's the whole idea between behind getting people vaccinated so that Mr. Corona doesn't have a place to pack up his bags and then change his clothes and turn into something else. So Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah. All right, and we've got a major announcement coming up about 7.20, a little before 7.20 this morning. Again, the uh, programming for WNBF's noon to 3 slot will be revealed. So if you're wondering what's going to happen beginning Monday. It doesn't involve hot beer, does it? It does not. Or free wings. No, it's not. The people okay. will be saying no. And people are trying to call. Don't call me and ask me. Because I'm I am, not going to tell you. I am not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm Switzerland. My lips are sealed. <laughs> Say anything else. All right. Stand by. We'll let you know. Right now, time for our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando. Apple's new AirTags makes it super easy to keep track of your keys, purse, pets, luggage, literally anything. I'm Kim Commando with news about AirTags' biggest problem you haven't heard about, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. In the commercials, Apple shows people happily finding lost keys or purses, all because an Apple AirTag was attached. But AirTags have been quickly put to a darker use, tracking people without their knowledge. Apple has quietly updated its operating system so that your iPhone or iPad will notify you if it senses an AirTag that it doesn't recognize. Apple's also working on an app for Androids. But there's still a problem. As more and more AirTags are activated, iPhones and iPads will be sensing unknown AirTags all the time. So your device will wait 8 hours, maybe even 24 hours, before notifying you it's found an AirTag that doesn't belong to you. And that's a long time to be tracked without knowing about it. 
Get more tech news at commando.com. Remember the feeling you got as a kid of getting tucked into bed or the feeling you get now in the arms of someone you love, safe and secure. It's a feeling of security that only comes through human connection. And that's why the people at Simply Safe are so important. Of course, Simply Safe has an award-winning security system that has all the bells and whistles you'd expect these days. But the people at Simply Safe really want to take it to the next level. They're there around the clock anytime you need them. Whether it's a fire, a burglary, a medical emergency, a burst pipe, or even a problem setting up the system, Simply Safe has a person with the expertise you need ready to help 24/7. And when you know there's always someone there to help, well, that's a feeling you just don't get with any old security system. To learn more about how Simply Safe can help protect you, visit simplysafekim.com today. You can customize your system and get a free HD security camera. simplysafekim.com that's simplysafekim.com traffic and weather together now on news radio 1290 wnbf well, traffic looks good this morning really no reports of anything around town uh, that we can point our fingers at they have been doing some milling and paving over a new old newark valley road nanticoke drive sanford road and old route 17 and many of the other outlying county roadways I'll be doing mowing and brush and tree cutting throughout the summer as well when needed. So you may experience some of that. If you see the road crews out there, proceed with caution, slow down a little bit, and allow them to do their, their thing. They'll get you through there as soon as they can. We did have reports earlier in the week of some congestion over on the Greenway Project, uh, Route 434 eastbound, heading into Binghamton right there by Vesta Lab. They've been working on that project for a while with the, the bicycle and walk pathways. Doing a great job, by the way, and uh, they'll continue to work on that for a while. So there may be days when there's uh, slowdowns in traffic in that area. And those of you who travel that, that area on a daily basis know that already. But uh, for the benefit of those who, who maybe normally don't travel that way, if you do, you know, always allow yourself an extra couple of minutes to start out just in case there is some tie-ups. But our road crews are out. And they do a great job for us. And, uh, you know, I, I know some that are, I have friends that are working the road crews, probably working them right now. They're doing mowing and they're doing stripping and milling and paving. And uh, it's very difficult sometimes when you get people that have like a two and 3,000 pound car or bigger, you know, that are trying to just rush through there. I mean, it's dangerous too, and people can get hurt. Uh, and even killed, so it's important that we we watch that. I I've said before, I always put I don't always, but many times I'll put my four ways on. If it's a slowdown, there's a, a bunch of traffic, especially if it's something that people are coming up on, like a blind curve, or something where they don't have a lot of room to slow down. I like to put my four ways on, and I've seen other people do that too. So uh, that's always something because you know it lets you know there's there's something going on. There's caution there. All right, so we mentioned earlier, and we'll mention it again at Binghamton Rumble Ponies Marabito Stadium is going to be uh, allowing a full capacity. And we're excited about that. Uh, Rumble Ponies are in action again tonight against the Portland Sea Dogs. And you can go out and enjoy the games. Uh, always exciting times with our Binghamton Rumble Ponies. And uh, glad they're back in town. Glad we have them this year. We'll have the Binghamton Black Bears hockey team that will begin here at the Visions Federal Credit Union Veterans Memorial Arena. And they'll begin their home games here at the arena in November. I think November 6th is the first game here. So uh, got plenty of things to be happy about. We've got the New York State Fair at full capacity this year. we got the Afton Fair, many other things going on. Don't know about fireworks. I'd like to find out. Uh, I know Montrose is going to have their Sunday night, and then Monday, July 5th, they will have 
many of their festivities down there. And Bill Flynn will be there, along with Kevin Bixby, too, as a matter of fact, on uh, Monday morning uh, when they have the festivities going on because uh, 4th of July is on a Sunday this year. so And a lot of people will probably opt, if you have a floating holiday in your, your workplace, they'll, they may roll it over to Monday. I know we've done that here. Uh, but uh, it's a possibility that uh, people will be celebrating a lot of things on Sunday night into Monday as well. I don't know about Highland Park this year. I didn't hear anything about fireworks there. If anybody knows anything, they can let us know. Uh, and we'll pass that along. I haven't heard anything, and at this point, I have to assume that probably not, because haven't heard anything going on. But that's always been a staple for uh, for fireworks uh, in our area, one of the one of the premier places. I mean, there's a lot of them that have fireworks. Uh, Wego has a great festivity as well, celebrations down there, sometimes at Highland, or at the Hickories, rather. And, uh, of course, the Montrose celebrations are always... Um, a lot of fun, and like I said, our own Bill Flynn will be there. I did have the information here, and oh, I see it right here. Yeah, because Bill's going to be in this morning. We'll probably have him on the air with us if we can uh, when he comes in. Uh, a little bit later on, uh, next hour, we'll make that big announcement on uh, what we're going to be airing on Monday from noon to 3 in the Rush Limbaugh time slot, just before the final Rush Limbaugh morning commentary at 7.20 this morning in his honor. Just before that, we'll make the announcement uh, what's going to be going on uh, with WNBF's programming beginning Monday from noon to 3. A lot of you have uh, weighed in on your choices. We've listened to you. We've, uh, you know, we had to really, it was a big decision because we're trying to replace somebody like Rush Limbaugh. You can't, you can't, you just can't replace a guy like that. You have to, you know, you have to put in another show and uh, and hope for the best. And we think we've we've done a great job on what we're going to present to you, and we'll tell you about it coming up here a little before 7.20 in the next hour. So stand by. You ask for it, you're going to find out. We're going to let you know today. All right, WNBF News Time coming up on 7 a.m. Kathy, standing by in the newsroom. We'll get local headlines for you in a couple minutes, and then we'll get some sports in there, too, and an announcement coming up. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. It's... This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 46 degrees at 7.04. The forecast today, sunshine, seasonable in the mid-70s. New York State Police are looking for a missing 14-year-old girl. Officials in the Richfield Springs Barracks say Angelina Sturvent was last seen at her home in the town of Roseboom in Otsego County on Monday night. The girl is white, stands 5 feet 2 inches tall, weighs about 190 pounds, and has brown eyes and brown hair. She was wearing a pink camouflage pullover sweatshirt and hood and may be carrying a white makeup bag with gray marking on it. The teen has an eyebrow piercing above her left eye, pierced ears, a nose piercing on the right side of her nose, lower lip piercing, and a tongue piercing. Anyone with information is asked to call New York State Police at 607-561-7400. Rochester-based supermarket chain Wegmans has sent out an advisory to customers warning that two cloud databases that were accidentally left open could have compromised some customers' information. A news release says that the phone numbers and some passwords to Wegmans.com accounts could have been compromised. Shoppers Club numbers and email addresses, birth dates, addresses, and phone numbers could be impacted. The company says all impacted Wegmans.com account password characters are not actually contained in the 
databases, social security number, or any payment or banking information also not involved. Wegman says the issue was brought to their attention by a third-party security researcher in the middle of April, and the company worked with a forensics firm to determine the scope of the problem. The release says while passwords were protected through what it is called hashing, Customers can change their passwords if they want as a cautionary measure. Anyone with questions can call 1-855-535-1852. A Westside Binghamton building that was home to a post office for decades is about to be converted into a food store. Signs posted on the building at 146 Main Street indicate it will be the new location of A1 Grocery and Halal Meat. That business had operated in a building about a half mile to the east until a fire in March in a neighboring apartment house destroyed the business. The damaged building was demolished in late April. The site of the future grocery store had been used by the United States Postal Service as Westview Station until that office was closed in 2011. A Surf Pro franchise used the site for a few years after acquiring the building in 2016. The SUNY Broome Community College Foundation is welcoming a large grant from a large local defense contractor. Lockheed Martin and Owego has donated $75,000 in support of the Student Emergency Fund to help BCC students in times of financial hardship. The Broome Community College Foundation created the Student Emergency Fund in early 2020 in order to help students who fall on financial hard times to be able to stay enrolled in school. The fund helps students cover an unexpected bill of less than $1,000, like a medical bill, backup child care expenses, utility, or Internet access. Many of those problems surfaced as challenges during the pandemic last year. To date, the Emergency Fund Committee has received 245 applications and provided nearly $130,000 in emergency funds. In addition to the big gift from Lockheed Martin, the foundation has been moved by, found, by donations from many donors who have stepped forward to contribute. WMBF First News Time 708. Pennsylvania's Senate is advancing legislation that substantially expands which outlets can sell bottles or cans of mixed hard alcohol drinks to go. But Democrats call it a poison pill that will kill other provisions to help restaurants and bars. The bill passed yesterday, 26 to 24. Originally, it had bipartisan support for extending provisions granted to bars and restaurants to help them make money under the COVID-19 restrictions. Governor Tom Wolf's support changed after Republicans inserted a provision to allow beer and wine licensees like grocery stores, bars, restaurants, convenience stores, and beer distributors to sell mixed hard liquor drinks in cans or bottles. Currently, only state-owned liquor stores are allowed to sell those products in Pennsylvania. A multifaceted proposal to revamp Pennsylvania's election law is also moving forward in the state house in the form of a bill that backers say will make needed improvements and standardized procedures. Democrats in the state government committee were dead set against it on Tuesday. They insist that many of its purported upgrades are unworkable or would in practice make voting difficult. 
The vote to advance it to the House floor was on party lines. The bill's prime sponsor sees it as a way to ensure security around elections and rebuild trust, along with modernizing procedures. The proposal would change deadlines, adopt new rules for early voting, alter mail-in ballot procedures, and mandate identification for in-person voters. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Hey, it's Ron and Annie inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome back, Don Giovanni. Thank you, Doug Moser. So good to be back. I'm here with a great morning man. I'm a morning man. Bill Flynn's a morning man, too. we got morning men all over the studio. You'd think we'd cancel each other out, but we don't. And we've got some great shows on the weekend, including right. your shows. That's right. I'm back in the saddle again, again. every Saturday night from 6 to 9. You, me, and old blue eyes Frank Sinatra. And every Sunday following Bill Flynn's legendary polka show from noon to 3 we have a big old-fashioned Italian house party with good time Italian oldies. So put the water on, make some macaroni, have dinner with the Don. That's me, old brown eyes Sinatra, old blue eyes and you, Doug Moser. Yeah, me, old bloodshot eyes. Weekday mornings, 5.39 with Kathy White and Don Giovanni on the weekends. And Bill Flynn, the legend. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Ball one strike pitch. Smith, a high drive, right field. It's deep. Ortega's back near the wall. It's gone. Home run, Dominic Smith into the Coca Cola corner. And the Mets piling on Robert Stock. And they ended up winning over the Cubbies 6 3 yesterday. Jake DeGrom pulled from the second straight start with an arm injury but leaving after three perfect innings and the Mets win. St. Louis, Cincinnati, Colorado, Washington, San Francisco, and Philadelphia, all winners as well. Over in the American League, the Yankees win 3-2. Actually, Garrett Cole pitched eight effective innings and pinch hitter Gary Sanchez connected for a two-run homer. Geraldus Chapman dodged trouble in the ninth. The Yankees held off the Toronto Blue Jays 3-2. Other winners in the American League, Detroit, White Sox, Oakland, Cleveland, Minnesota, and Houston. Portland the Sea Dogs defeating the Binghamton Rumble Ponies in 10 innings by the score of 5-4. Game 3 tonight at Morabito Stadium, part of that six-game homestand. One game in the NHL last night, Montreal and Vegas. A breakaway, Byron right into the backhand, and he shoots and scores! Paul Byron found his way in behind the defense. He roofed it, and it's 3-0 Montreal. And Montreal not going away quietly, that's for sure. The Habs have uh, even the series at a game apiece. And in the NBA, a shocker in Philadelphia. Philadelphia was up by 26 points until the fourth quarter came along, and they collapsed, coughing up that advantage and losing to the Hawks 109-106. to Man, you lose like that, you deserve to lose, I guess. Danilo Gallinari, former Nick, contributed 16 points and 8 boards. A fellow backup, Sweet Lou Williams, provided 15 points. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> the Hawks were the team people didn't want to face. And I don't feel so bad that they beat my Knicks now because they were a much better team. Clippers over Utah, 119-111. to 111. By the way, Atlanta is up three games to two now in that series. Game six in Atlanta this weekend. 
Uh, let's see. Almost everybody. Uh, find it here. Woody Johnson. That's who he's happy to be back again, and he wants nothing more than to see the New York Jets become winners. A lot of Jets fans will agree with you. It's been the change of the team's owner and chairman since he took over the franchise in 2000. Hopefully the Jets will be better this year. And uh, the Binghamton Rumble Pony Stadium was announced that uh, we'll be able to go to full capacity. So we're excited about that. The uh, Binghamton Black Bears, which will start their, their hockey uh, here in Binghamton at the arena in November, have a new head coach. Their first head coach will be James Henry. You can read more about that at WNBF.com. And Jim Beheim's Beheim's Army has announced their lineup for the tournament coming up uh, in the middle of next month. And we're excited about that. they got some Syracuse alumnus. You can find that, too, on WNBF.com. we got all the stories right there for you. All right. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 714. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, there is uh, a little bit of uh, construction work going on around the area. Milling and paving in certain areas like Old Newark Valley Road, Nanico Drive, Sanford Road, Old Route 17, and I'm sure a lot of other areas as well. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast sunny today, high in the mid-70s, mostly clear tonight, low around 50. Increasing clouds, slight chance of afternoon showers on Friday, windy, some gusty winds up to 25, 21 miles per hour. Highs will be in the low 80s. And for the weekend, mostly cloudy on Saturday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, low to mid-80s. And for Father's Day Sunday, the first official day of summer as well, sunshine, highs in the low to mid-80s. 45 degrees right now. For several weeks, a couple of months or better, since Rush Limbaugh passed away in February, we've been talking about uh, what we will be doing, the noon to three slot, and we're going to tell you coming right up just before we do the final Rush Limbaugh morning commentary this morning. What will be running next week, noon to three on WNBF? Stand by. The announcement is BambooHR.com slash news. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash news. That's BambooHR.com slash news. This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosher. Good morning to you, and uh, I do want to thank you for your patience on uh, a decision here that we had to deal with for several months here on what to do uh, to replace the great Rush Limbaugh's program, which aired for over 30 years here on WNBF, actually since 1991, so 30 years from the noon to three time slot. And we had a lot of suggestions. We've gone through a lot of different ideas, and the company gave us a little autonomy on what we wanted to do. And we have chosen, beginning this Monday, at noon to 3, following Bob Joseph's WNBF's Binghamton Now and uh, before Sean Hannity and Mark Levin and John Batchelor, it will be the Dan Bongino Show, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Bongino is coming to the WNBF Airwaves on Monday, and he had this to say. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experience 
experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD. And I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. I'd appreciate your feedback. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. And it will begin Monday on WNBF 1290 from noon to 3 and every weekday. So we look forward to Dan Bongino. A lot of you uh, had asked us if we were going to carry it. Uh, We do want to thank uh, Premier Radio and the Rush Limbaugh program for all the years that they've been with us. Of course, we have a great relationship with Premier, and we run other shows through them, too. So uh, we thank them, um, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to the Dan Bongino show beginning on Monday from noon to 3. And every weekday right here, uh, as Dan mentioned, 117 million audio downloads in 2020. And uh, he is, uh, by far... His podcast show was huge, so the three-hour show is really coming together well, and we'll begin Monday. One more time, we will pay tribute to all the years we we ran Rush Limbaugh here on the program, the great Rush Limbaugh. Nobody will ever, ever be able to replace him. One more time, his morning commentary, ladies and gentlemen, on WNBF News Radio 1290. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo worried about the Big Apple starting to dawn on the guy that economic pain is coming to Manhattan. I warned these people about this months ago. I warned them about it, folks. Cuomo told reporters that the longer people work from home, the less likely they'll want to work in the city when the shutdown's over. And he's worried that rich taxpayers who left may never return. I told him this was going to happen. Cuomo said that politicians in the old days said people would depart Manhattan if taxes went up or if the quality of life deteriorated. Well, now they're gone, but it's all because of COVID, Cuomo said. Not his stupid policies, which is true. He didn't mention the skyrocketing crime rate, though. The rioting, looting, general mayhem Democrats have unleashed, i.e. his policies. He's right to be afraid, though. In June, tax collections, New York City dropped 46%. State controller says New York hasn't seen this kind of economic decline since the Great Depression. Well, guess what, Governor? You have more to worry about than people working for home or the wealthy leaving. Corporations have figured out that they don't have to be in congested urban areas to do business anymore. They, too, may never come back to the liberal hellhole that you and your fellow Democrats created in New York. So good luck with all of it, Governor. Let us know how you make out. And by the way, folks, I have an idea. Cancel all sports. Cancel the games, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, but let the players kneel. Just have the players kneel, and let's see what kind of audience that gets. Buck Sexton here. Our new administration is printing and spending money as if there are no consequences. They're ignoring history, friends, and gambling with our future. What can you and I do to protect our savings and retirement from this unfounded spending? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I bought real gold and silver. I'm talking about gold and silver that you can actually hold in your hands or put in your IRA or 401k. I bought my gold from the Oxford Gold Group, and you can too. Just call them at 833-404-GOLD. They'll answer all your questions and send out their free investment guide to you. Protecting your retirement accounts with real gold or holding gold in your hand is easier than you'd think. The Oxford Gold Group will do all the work. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD today. Protect what you've earned with real gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group. Call them today at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. 
Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD. And I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. I'd appreciate your feedback. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, we will start that what on a tremendous Mondays. Actually, Monday, noon to three, the Dan Bongino Show will make its debut here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Uh, following, of course, Bob Joseph in the morning with Binghamton Now. And of course, right afterwards, We'll have Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, and the Red Eye Radio guy. So our regular lineup, other than that, will be as it was during the week. But Dan Bongino will be uh, launching. He launched the show back in May. Uh, the, I think it was May 24th when he actually launched it. But um, working out uh, negotiations and, and things like that, uh, we are proud to, to bring Dan aboard and be part of the WNBF family. Beginning Monday, noon to 3, right here on News Radio 1290. WNBF. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.30. We have a traffic announcement to pass along to you. We have a single vehicle crash on Interstate 81 northbound. That is between the Pennsylvania State Line and Exit 1. The vehicle is not in traffic, but you do have medical and other emergency responders headed to that scene. Make sure you give them room to operate. Once again, that is a single car crash, 81 northbound, between the Pennsylvania State Line and Exit 1. The WMBF Twin Tiers forecast sunny today, a high in the mid-70s. Currently, it's 46. A wave of brief internet outages has hit dozens of financial institutions, airlines, and other companies. Internet monitoring websites showed disruptions across the globe today. Many of the outages were reported by people in Australia trying to do banking, book flights, and access postal services. Presidents Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin of Russia spent more than three hours talking about the issues yesterday at that summit in Geneva, Switzerland. Biden says they went through their lists of concerns fairly quickly. One area of agreement, Biden and Putin decided to return their diplomats to their respective, their respective agencies in the future. Global stock markets mostly lower after the Federal Reserve indicates it may ease off economic stimulus earlier than previously thought. New York State Police are releasing the identities now of the bicyclist, one that was killed, one that was injured when a group of riders was hit by a vehicle that left the scene in Cortland County. Troopers say 47-year-old Kit Warren of DeRider was killed, while 67-year-old John Rutan of McGraw was taken to Upstate Medical Center in Syracuse with non-life-threatening injuries. 
A group of riders was hit on Route 26 in Cincinnati by a vehicle shortly before 7.30 on Tuesday evening. Two other riders, a 34-year-old woman from Green and a 64-year-old man from Cincinnati, were not hurt. State police say the vehicle was found in the town of Willett, and authorities were talking with someone they believed to have been the driver. So far, they have not identified that person or said if any charges have been filed, the investigation is continuing. WMBF News Time, 7.32. A Johnson City restaurant is expected to be closed for about a week following a fire in its kitchen overnight on Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Firefighters were sent to Blondie's Restaurant in the Oakdale Mall. Shortly before 1.30 a.m. yesterday, a sprinkler system had been activated by the fire. Quickly extinguishing the blaze, the fire damage was confined to the kitchen. Fire Marshal Bob Blakesley says the blaze originally in a hamper that was filled with folded and stacked cleaning rags. He says he believes the fire may have smoldered for a few hours before it burned up a wall and triggered the sprinkler system. There were no injuries. Co-owner Andrew Mallow says the sprinklers ran for close to two hours, resulting in a significant amount of water damage to the restaurant, which is where Arby's used to be in the mall. Concerts at Ontonango Park will be resuming in a couple weeks after being called off due to the pandemic last year. Broome County Parks Recreation and Youth Services officials say the Broome Bands Together free concerts will be held most Tuesdays through the summer starting July 6th from 6 to 8 p.m. Families and individuals can bring lawn chairs or blankets to the park, pack a picnic, or buy snacks from a vendor at the concert. The tentative lineup for the concerts Beard of Bees, the Yada Yadas, a Country Mile, Dirt Farm, the Shambles, Wheelhouse, and Reckless Marcy. If any of those concerts are rained out, a couple more dates will be tacked on at the end of August. The monthly Ag and Art Night Markets, hosted by Cornell Cooperative Extension of Broome County, will be continuing today. The event that combines local farmers, craft food and beverages with artisans and craft people takes place from 4 to 7 p.m. Once again, that's today at the Regional Farmers Market Building at Cornell Cooperative Extension on Upper Front Street in the town of Dickinson. The market is scheduled for every third Thursday through September. Organizers say the Ag and Art Night Market is based on the concept of a farm and flea market that combines local talents. Over 40 local vendors are signed on and the market is free for the public to attend. It's 7.35 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's start with the NBA. Philadelphia hosting the Atlanta Hawks last night. Series locked at 2-2. Philadelphia was up by 26 points going into the fourth quarter, as my granddaughter would say. Dun, dun, dun. And the Hawks have one-tenth of a second to get the ball in play, and they will win game number five in Philadelphia. How about the Atlanta Hawks, folks? Those of you listening nationally, Philadelphia was ahead by 26 points, and this Atlanta Hawks team that believes never gave up, never gave up, came all the way back, and they defeat the mighty Philadelphia 76ers, 109-106. to 106. Atlanta leads the series three games to two. And game six back in Atlanta. Amazing, isn't it? They could be knocking them off. Atlanta could be in the finals. L.A. Clippers over Utah, 119-111. to Yesterday, Phoenix Suns could be without Chris Paul for the finals. Uh, right now, person of knowledge tells the AP Paul has been vaccinated against COVID-19, but he is in the safety protocols 
that they have right now. They say because he was vaccinated, it could mean he could be cleared to return faster than those who tested positive before vaccines were available. And Hornets versatile point guard LaMelo Ball is NBA Rookie of the Year despite missing 21 games with a fractured wrist. Uh, the NHL playoffs yesterday. Montreal over Vegas 3-2, locking up that series at one apiece. And Binghamton Rumble Ponies fall to the Portland Sea Doggies in uh, 10 innings, 5-4. Game 3 of that six-game homestand tonight at Morabito Stadium. Binghamton Black Bears have their first head coach, James Henry, announced as the first coach of the Binghamton Black Bears when they take the ice here in Binghamton. November 6th of their first game there. The series, the season, I believe, begins late October. More information at WNBF.com. And Bayheim's Army returns this year for the seventh straight year of the tournament with many Syracuse Orange alumni and a very talented roster, something the most talented roster. You can check it out at WNBF.com or through the WNBF app. That is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 739. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Earlier this hour, we uh, mentioned a crash in 81 North between PA and the state line in exit one. Wanted to let you know about that. Uh, that was about 717 or so this morning. 81 North, a crash between PA state line and exit one. Road conditions are looking good this morning. Really not a lot to report. Uh, milling and paving and striping and brush and mowing will be continuing throughout the summer. So if you come across the road crews, kind of proceed with caution. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today. Sunny. Temperatures in the mid-70s. Mostly clear tonight. Low around 50. Increasing clouds on Friday. Slight chance of afternoon showers. Windy gusts. 21 miles per hour. Possible high in the low 80s. Mostly cloudy on Saturday. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. High in the low to mid-80s. And sunny on Sunday. High in the low to mid-80s as we bring in summer. And it's also Father's Day. Right now we're at 45 degrees. WNBF First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Welcome to the show and thank you for allowing us to be part of you. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Hey, in case you haven't heard... The Dan Bongino Show will start noon to 3 on Monday right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. We welcome Dan Bongino, uh, following Sean Hannity and uh, Mark Levin right after that, and John Batchelor, of course. So beginning on Monday at noon, noon to 3 every weekday, the Dan Bongino Show right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Let's get an entertainment update. Entertainment News. More fun and games tonight. The wild miniature golf show Holy Moly returns and sideline reporter Jeannie Mai tells me one of the reasons the show is so rare is because there are not many shows that I can watch where I can watch with the whole family. Like even some of my relatives who don't speak English, just watching a human being flying somersaulting through the air into a pit of corn. You get what's going on. And The Hustler returns for season two. Host Craig Ferguson revealing that the contestants are a little better this time around because they've actually seen the show. They, they've got strategies, they have styles, they have ideas, they have things that ways that they're trying to play it. Both shows return tonight on ABC. 
UFOs, are they out there? Star Wars director J.J. Abrams will take a look. He's producing a docu-series for Showtime that'll explore the topic. Variety says NBC is seeking a record $6 million for next year's 30-second Super Bowl ads. And happy birthday today to Kendrick Lamar. The Grammy-winning rapper is 34. Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time is 745, and uh, let's check political insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. On this vote. African-American Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee reading the overwhelming vote in the House to make June 19th, Juneteenth, a federal holiday. The bill is passed. Juneteenth will become the 12th federal holiday, celebrating the day the last slaves received word in Texas the South had lost the war and they were free. President Biden expected to sign the bill this week before the 19th. Not a warm and cuddly summit meeting, according to President Biden. This is not a kumbaya moment, as he used to say. Mr. Biden saying he and Vladimir Putin left nothing off the table, but also did not agree on much except to keep talking and find common ground. It's clearly not in anybody's interest. Your countries are mine. For us to be in a situation where we're in a new Cold War. The president warning there would be consequences if Russia continues its cyber and land attacks. The leaders agreeing to send their ambassadors back to Washington and Moscow, respectively. Andy Field, ABC News. WNBF First News Time is 746. And uh, the cozy side of E3, you ask. All right, well, uh, here's more on the story. From ABC News Tech Trends, the Electronic Entertainment Expo, or E3, is one of the biggest video game shows in the world. And this year was no different. This week's E3 Gaming Conference featured announcements from franchises like Halo and Battlefield, but a quieter corner of the conference is generating some attention too. The Wholesome Games Direct, which is a uh, an hour and a half presentation of only cozy and wholesome games, was this time part of the E3 main show. Dr. Matt White is the CEO of Whitethorn Games, which he says focuses on the less intense, cozy side of the gaming market. There's always been a voice for the explosions and the gunfire and that kind of thing. Thing. And, and this is a movement to just give a voice to some alternative content that we think hasn't really been seen in a long time. And alternative games attract alternative gamers, too. We have everything from, like, knitters to bird watchers to cooks to, you know, it's, it's one of many hobbies. With Tech Trends, I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. Well, the Justice Department warning Missouri officials that they can't ignore federal law after the governor signed a bill last week, bans police from enforcing federal gun rules. In a letter sent last night and obtained by the AP, justice officials said the U.S. Constitution's supremacy clause outweighs the measure Governor Mike Parson signed into law over the weekend. The new rules penalize local police departments if their officers enforce federal gun laws. Acting Assistant Attorney General Brian Boynton and the law threatens, uh, said rather, says the law threatens uh, the working relationships between federal and local authorities. The letter also notes Missouri receives federal grants and technical assistance. President Joe Biden has made gun control laws a priority of his administration, and the House has passed two bills required background checks on firearm sales and an expanded review for gun purchases. Those measures face a tough road in the Senate. WNBF First News Time is 748. Let's check in on Wall Street. The major indexes fell and bond yields rose after Federal Reserve officials signal they may start easing off the accelerator on their longtime support for markets and the economy earlier than previously thought. The Dow lost 266 points. The broader S&P 500 closed 23 points lower. The Nasdaq down 33. 
The downturn came after a highly anticipated set of projections by Fed policymakers showed some see short-term rates rising half a percentage point by late 2023. The Fed's chair also saying the central bank has begun talking about the possibility of pulling back on its $120 billion monthly bond purchases meant to keep longer-term rates low. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note rose to 1.56%. Amazon is providing $300 million in low-interest loans to support housing located near mass transit in the Washington, D.C., Seattle, and Nashville regions. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Thank you, Chuck. WNBF First News Time, 749. Coming up this weekend, it's the Don Giovanni Show, of course, uh, with us, Don, on Saturdays and Sundays. Saturday night, Frank Sinatra from 6 to 9. And Sunday from noon to 3, it's uh, the Italian Oldies House Party. And, of course, Bill Flynn with us. Every weekend, 8 to 2 on Saturday for the Classic Hits Show. And then the world-famous Polka Show heard all over the globe with Bill Flynn on Sunday mornings from 7 to noon along with Kevin Bixby. A live show, one of the very rare live shows here on Sunday morning for five hours where you get the, the latest news, weather, traffic, sports, and community happenings all right here. So we're looking forward to that. Bill will be out in Montrose for the big celebration this year that they're going to have primarily on July 5th because July 4th is on a Sunday and usually don't have a lot of activities on a Sunday. But they will have fireworks at dusk on Sunday night at the Montrose Area High School. And then Monday morning, beginning at 8 a.m., Bill Flynn and Kevin Bixby will be aboard for uh, their live show, uh, for their live bro- uh, their broadcast, I'm sorry, uh, from the Montrose Celebrations, Independence Day races going on in the morning, arts and crafts. They got a chicken barbecue out there, a patriotic parade around 11, and uh, food and soda and all kinds of stuff. So it's nice to see this coming back again, um, different areas where uh, we've been shut down for the past year and a half. So it's nice to see people coming back. And uh, Rumble Ponies, Rumble Town, Marabito Stadium will it be at full capacity as well. So people will be able to enjoy some games here in Binghamton. All right, well, we've got uh, a look at uh, some fun facts coming up for you in just a moment, and we'll get our weather forecast right into this Father's Day weekend. That's all coming up. Right now, it looks like we're about 46 degrees. So good morning, 751. to test your knowledge of facts and fiction with a little help from America's most cantankerous judge. It's WNBF's That's the Truth. Or That's Baloney. Five fun facts. We'll see how much you know about it. You're an idiot! Starting right off with the insults, aren't you? Okay, here we go. Fun fact number one. Cleopatra was Greek. Cleopatra was Greek. What do you think? That's the truth. It's Greek to me, but Cleopatra was born in Egypt. She traced her family origins to Macedonia, Greece. One of Alexander the Great's generals was part of where she was traced. Uh, Despite not being ethnically Egyptian, Cleopatra embraced many of her country's ancient customs and was the first member of the line to earn the Egyptian language, although she she was Greek. Fun fact number two, Doris Day was the first American to run a major television studio. Doris Day was the first American to run a major television studio. What do you think? That's baloney. Yeah, I'm thinking Lucille Ball. 
Yeah, and she was, actually. She started running Desilu Studio in 1962 and produced many popular shows, including Mission Impossible and Star Trek. What do you think? Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, she did. Fun fact number three, while floating in lunar orbit, astronaut Al Warden became the most isolated human ever. While floating in lunar orbit, astronaut Al Warden became the most isolated human ever. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah. While in Apollo 15 command module, he was 2,235 miles from the nearest human, making him the most isolated human. All right. Here's another fun fact. Pocahontas was the first woman to appear on a U.S. paper currency. Pocahontas was the first woman to appear on U.S. paper currency. What do you think? That's the truth. Yeah, in 1865, she appeared on the back of the $20 bill. Let's throw in another one here. The final fun fact of today. When accused of being two-faced, George Washington said, if I had two faces, would I be wearing this one? When accused of being two-faced, George Washington said, if I had two faces, would I be wearing this one? What do you think? That's baloney. It was said, but it was said by Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln said, if I had two faces, would I be wearing this one? And those are your fun facts. Because they're fun. We'll have some on Dad tomorrow, famous fathers. So we'll have a Father's Day fun fact, I think, for tomorrow. Because Father's Day weekend is coming up. And if you're a dad, hopefully you will be honored. People will pay tribute to you. You know, we honor our fathers. And... Some of us don't have, I mean, I still have my dad, but I know a lot of people don't. So uh, treasure them while you have them. And if you're a dad, happy Father's Day in advance to you. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking to Jerry Harrison from Planning with Purpose. And Jerry always has interesting information to lay on us as far as the economy goes, what's going on with taxes, what's going on uh, in the stock market and uh you know what what we might see in the next couple of months or so so we'll uh, we'll get into that and possibly i haven't heard back yet i have to check my email but uh, possibly we may be hearing from jb from the binghamton rumble ponies this morning as well they've got uh, going to uh, capacity now full capacity at Morabito stadium rumble town's going to be rumbling you know we look forward to that and we also uh, made an announcement earlier this hour uh, we've been uh, telling people that we were going to make an announcement as soon as we had information on uh, what we were going to do in the noon to three time slot weekdays. And uh, beginning Monday from noon to three, we got the Dan Bongino Show coming here to WNBF AM 1290. A lot of people requested that. had so many emails that I can't even tell you. Did that make a difference? It certainly played into our programming minds. You know, as to what we wanted. And we wanted to find the best choice with our lineup. Following Dan Bongino, of course, is Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, and uh, Eric Harley and Gary McNamara, the Red Eye Radio guys. And then uh, we're back with you again dark and early weekday mornings at 5.30 right here. Doug Mosier and Kathy White for WNBF's First News Binghamton and Bob Joseph. Weekdays from 9 to noon with WNBF's Binghamton Now. Bob will be in coming up uh, a little bit later on this morning. So all of that ready, lined up, and we look forward to Dan Bongino on Monday from noon to 3. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News.
Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 50 degrees at 8.04. The forecast for today, sunshine and a high in the mid-70s. Rochester-based supermarket chain Wegmans has sent out an advisory warning that two cloud databases were accidentally left open, and that could have compromised some customer information. A news release says phone numbers and some passwords to Wegmans.com accounts could have been compromised. Shoppers Club numbers and email addresses, birth dates, addresses, and phone numbers could be impacted. The company says all affected Wegmans.com account password characters are not actually contained in the database. They are encrypted. Social security numbers or any payment or banking information not involved. Wegman says the issue was brought to their attention by a third-party security researcher in the middle of April. The company worked with a forensics firm to determine the scope of the problem. The release says while passwords were protected through what's called hashing, customers can still change their passwords if they want as a cautionary measure. Anyone with questions can call 1-855-535-1852. New York State Police are looking for a missing 14-year-old girl. Authorities in the Richford Springs Barracks for the State Police say Angelina Sturdivant was last seen at her home in the town of Roseboom in Otsego County on Monday night. The girl is white, stands 5 feet 2 inches tall, weighs about 190 pounds, and has brown eyes and brown hair. She was wearing a pink camouflage pullover sweatshirt and hood and may be carrying a white makeup bag that has gray markings on it. The teen has an eyebrow piercing above her left eye, pierced ears, a nose piercing on the right side of her nose, her lower lip is pierced, and a tongue piercing. Anyone with information is asked to call the New York State Police at 607-561-7400. More fans will be able to attend Binghamton Rumble Pony Games at Marabito Stadium. The team Wednesday announcing that Binghamton Baseball will be able to operate at 100% capacity, effective immediately. The move follows the official lifting of New York State's COVID-19 restrictions after 70% of the state's adults had received at least one dose of the vaccine. Baseball returned to Binghamton last month after a lengthy absence due to the pandemic. Strict capacity and social distancing rules were in place for the first few games. Fans were required to provide proof of vaccination to attend the first few contests. Guidelines have gradually been relaxed over the past several weeks as vaccination rates continued to rise and the number of COVID cases dropped. The SUNY Broom Community College Foundation is welcoming a large grant from a large local defense contractor. Lockheed Martin in Owego has donated $75,000 for support for the Student Emergency Fund to help BCC students in times of financial hardship. The Broome Community College Foundation created the Student Emergency Fund in early 2020 in order to help students who fall on financial hard times to be able to stay enrolled in school. The fund helps students cover an unexpected bill of less than $1,000, like a medical bill, backup child care expenses, utility or internet access bills. Many of those problems surfaced as challenges during the pandemic last year. To date, the Emergency Fund Committee has received 245 applications and provided nearly $130,000 in emergency funds. In addition to the big gift from Lockheed Martin, the foundation has been moved by donations from many people who have stepped forward to contribute. WMBF First News Time 
It's 8.08. A West Side Binghamton building that was home to a post office for decades is about to become a food store. Signs posted on the building at 146 Main Street indicate it will be the new location of A1 Grocery and Halal Meat. That business had operated at a building about a half mile to the east until a fire in March in a neighboring apartment house. The damaged building was demolished in late April. The site of the future grocery store had been used by the United States Postal Service as West View Station until the office was closed in 2011. A ServPro franchise used the site for a few years after acquiring that building in 2016. Pennsylvania's Senate is going ahead with legislation that greatly expands which outlets can sell bottles or cans of mixed hard alcohol drinks to go. Democrats call it a poison pill that will kill the other provisions that were intended to help restaurants and bars. The bill passed yesterday, 26 to 24. Originally, the plan had bipartisan support for extending provisions granted to bars and restaurants to help them make money under the COVID-19 restrictions. Governor Tom Wolf's support changed after Republicans inserted a provision to allow beer and wine licensees like grocery stores, bars, restaurants, convenience stores, and beer distributors to sell mixed hard liquor drinks in cans or bottles. Currently, only state-owned liquor stores are allowed to sell those products in Pennsylvania. It's 809 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WM. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, talk about a complete meltdown last night. The Milwaukee. Sorry. The Milwaukee Bucks. They blew it the other night. Philadelphia 76ers up by 26 points going into the fourth quarter. Atlanta Hawks came back and defeated them 109 to 106. Hawks taking a 3-2 lead in the Eastern Conference semifinals with game six in Atlanta on Friday. They could close it out. Other winners last night. Phoenix not Phoenix, L.A. Let's talk baseball. The Yankees win yesterday. Beating, uh, and the Cubs were defeated by the Mets. Also, Phoenix could be missing a very key piece to their starting lineup when they begin the playoff series next week. Chris Paul entering the NBA's health and safety protocol is available for game one of the Western Conference Finals is unclear right now. Person with knowledge says that uh, Paul has been vaccinated against COVID-19, but uh, that could mean that he could be cleared to return faster than those who tested positive before vaccines were available. So it's a possibility. And the Montreal Canadiens tying things up. One apiece with the Golden Knights in Vegas. That's an interesting series as well. Nets and Bucks go at it tonight. Nets up three games to two in Milwaukee. We'll see how that goes. Uh, James Harden played the other night. Didn't play really all that well, but thank goodness Kevin Durant had 49 points. We'll see what happens tonight. They're going to need to put up some points to take care of Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 814.
Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic looking good around Greater Binghamton this morning. Sunshine today, your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, and a high in the mid-70s, so a nice day. Mostly clear tonight, low around 50, increasing clouds on Friday, chance of afternoon showers, windy gusts. How windy, Doug? 21 miles per hour, possibly. High in the low 80s. Saturday, mostly cloudy, chance of showers and thunderstorms, low to mid-80s, and for the first day of summer and Father's Day Sunday, sunshine. High in the low to mid-80s, a present for Dad and company. Nice, sunny weather. Just the way we like it, you know? Cooler this morning. It's not uh, as warm as it had been. We got up this morning. It was about 41 degrees when I left my home. Right now we're at 50. 50 degrees? It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. We welcome you. And we'll be checking in with Jerry Harrison with Planning and Purpose coming up in just... Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Uh, somebody told me that uh, that sounded like the Love Boat theme. It kind of does a little bit. A little bit, you know, but uh, no Captain Stubing here in the studio with me. But we do have with us on the line right now from Planning with Purpose, Jerry Harrison is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Doug. How are you? I am fine. I'm, I always look forward to your conversations because uh, month to month things change all the time when we're talking about information for financing, for planning, and uh, you're right up on all of these things. I had a quick question to ask you because somebody asked me, when you, when you see Jerry or when you have Jerry on, would you ask her, how long should you keep your old tax returns? So IRS will tell you three years mm-hmm. because they're generally a couple years behind in notices and whatnot. But we recommend that you keep at least seven because there's always the possibility if they suspect fraud for some reason that they can go back up to seven years. Oh, that's a, so, that's, a, that's, good, that's, that's good advice. Do what Jerry says. All right, <laughs> Jerry, let's talk about, and this is a big item, and I know it's, it's big in this uh, the new plan, the child tax credit. Let's talk about that. Right. So we're, we're seeing clients right now are starting to get the notifications that the monthly payments that were passed as part of the March Act when the third stimulus check came out, they're getting the notifications that those payments are anticipated to start in July. So for any child under the age of six, the credit is now $3,600. For any child between six and 17, the credit is now $3,000. There- the new piece to that is you get half of it up front. It used to be you always got it as part of your tax return. Now you can get half of it through these monthly payments. So people are going to start getting a, a three thousand, you know, a three hundred or a two hundred and fifty dollar a month payment per child. Now, is that is there a window on that? Depending on your income, how much you make? Yes, there are. Um, whether you qualify for the child tax credit or not is yes, based upon what your income is, and it varies depending upon filing status. And there are phase out ranges, so. You know, for example, a married filing joint couple that phase out starts at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So if you're below one hundred and fifty, then you're going to get the full 
250 or 300, if you are above that, then it starts phasing out to the point where it gets to be zero. Jerry, is there any way people can find out exactly when their checks are coming or how they're coming? IRS really has not announced that yet. Mm -hmm. They're still trying to figure out. The piece that I would watch for is IRS on their website is going to have a tool that's not out there yet, but I would anticipate would be out in the next week or so, where you can enter direct deposit information so that you can get your check directly deposited if you if when you filed your last tax return there wasn't that banking instructions on your tax return and you want to get this check directly deposited then you're going to need to enter that it's also going to tell you you know what you're eligible for not eligible for if you believe that you're in the position where your income is going to change such that while you may have been eligible based upon your 2020 tax return but you don't believe you'll be eligible based upon your 2021, you can elect not to receive the monthly payment. So there are some individuals that really have to think about, am I going to be really eligible for this? And so do I want to get it? And then potentially, oh, when I do my tax return, or do I not want to get it? Hmm. And if you don't get it monthly, then you will get it on your tax return if it turns out that you are eligible for it in the end. And if you're a, a, like a legal guardian, does that apply for you too? If you're, it's going to apply to the person who's claiming the dependency on that tax return. Gotcha. So yeah. if you're the legal guardian and you get to claim the dependent, because there are some legal guardians that don't get the dependency exemption. So if you're claiming that dependent, then you're the one who's eligible to receive that credit. Oh, very good. And uh, we're still waiting to find out, though, with the IRS, how they're going to actually distribute these. Right. I, it, this is a huge undertaking to think that you're going to send out millions of checks on a monthly basis for the next six months. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, let's talk about uh, President Biden's new tax plans and what's going on and how they may affect us. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there, and, and you know, not much of it is actually passed yet. And certainly until it does pass, we don't know what the final ramifications are going to be. But they're talking about things like increasing tax rates. They're talking about things like um, doing away with the capital gains rates. They're talking, you know, so as throughout the balance of the year, I certainly recommend that people really look and think hard about their tax situation and whether or not it's going to be better or worse and whether or not they want to look at accelerating income for 2021 in order to avoid those tax increases. Interesting. Now, with uh, this uh, extra money coming in for unemployment stopping in a couple of months here, uh, do you see any changes in the stock market and the job market? I think the job market has already really kind of, has has really factored that in. You know, mm-hmm. new that's old news to them. So they are more concerned, and I think what might be the bigger piece is what ends up passing in all of this tax law. You know, if they raise corporate tax rates, that may not be a good thing for the stock market because now all of these business owners know that they're going to end up having less net income in the end. Or they're going to be raising our taxes, which is why inflation is also headed, or, you know, the cost of our products, not our taxes. So that's why, you know, inflation is also headed up to, they're thinking, 4%. 
mm. in the not too distant future. So yeah. we haven't seen that since the 1970s, early 80s. No, we haven't. You're right. And of course, obviously, we've got to find a way to, to, to pay that money back. So Correct. that's probably how it's going to happen. Uh, Jerry, I've heard people say, and people have asked before, uh, when they're trying to develop a plan and put something together, how's your portfolio? What's your portfolio look like? Could you explain what that is? Well, the portfolio really is how are you investing your money and mm-hmm. and what are your what's your criteria you know different people have different risk tolerances how soon are you going to need income out of it so it's really just creating that allocation that is best for you and when it comes to stocks, obviously there's aggressive stocks and non-aggressive stocks and mutuals, and you can bundle things together. What are you seeing from people that are investing? You seeing anything special? Anything and everything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, obviously one of the big things in the store in the right now is buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. But you know, most of us can't afford sixty thousand dollars for a share of stock, which is what it's running these days. But and and really, you want your portfolio, your asset allocation, whatever you want to call that, you want it to be diversified across all of those. You have fixed income, you have large cap, you have small cap, you have mid cap, you have international. And I say everybody should have some of all of that. Mm -hmm. The percentages change depending upon your age and stage of life, Mm -hmm. depending upon where your wealth is and what you can afford to really be at risk for risk. That's that's good advice, and you know, if people, Jerry, if people are interested, because I know you deal with this all the time, and you're always up on all the new laws and different things that are going on. So, folks, if you need help, if you want uh, Jerry to, to help you with your finances, Jerry, what's the best way to reach you? Give a call to the office six zero seven seven two nine four one four four. You can always check out our website pwppartners.com. I love to post stuff out there that you know, says what a lot of this stuff is so that people can really work on it and figure out what's right for them. There's no one answer for everybody. No, you're right. Everybody has different variables. Anything we want to mention in closing to our listeners, something that you think it's important that they should know? I think really key right now is just paying attention. You know, a lot of people for a long time have just buried their head in the sand and let stuff kind of move along. And right now it's the time to really pay attention and figure out What's not only best for me right today in the immediate, but what's my long-term goals and what's my long-term future look like, and can I improve that? Because I think we're in trouble down the line here. Yeah, and that's good advice, too. Jerry, thank you so much. I always appreciate your your call. I always feel better after I talk to you, and I I know you always put put a lot of this uh, information out there that people don't know. So uh, you're right, a little ambiguous when it comes to some of the stuff, but, um, you know, as you said, keep, keep your eyes out. Yep. Pay attention. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jerry. I hope you have a great summer coming up, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Doug. Are you welcome. Take Bye care. Now. Bye. Jerry Harrison from Planning with Purpose. She is one of the good ones, and she knows finances and different things. So she's uh, definitely planning with purpose. Is somebody if you're uh, interested in planning things, you should get a hold of them. WNBF First News Time eight twenty seven. We'll check in with Kathy White coming up in just a couple of minutes. Here, the global pandemic has created many challenges for our students. Delta engineers, architects, and surveyors, Party City, and your Town Square Media radio stations stand with our students and take pride in their accomplishments. We have created an online 
digital yearbook to acknowledge the special senior graduate in your life. If you have a senior graduating high school or college this year, go to this station's website and click Class of 2021 on the trending bar at the top of the page to submit your graduating senior's information. You can also upload a photo of the graduate. Once submitted, we'll add your senior graduate to our online Class of 2021 digital yearbook on our station website for all to see. To all of our 2021 graduates, we wish you the very best in your future endeavors. From Delta Engineers, Architects, and Surveyors, 860 Hooper Road, Endwell, providing responsive services for the built environment. Party City, 420 Harriel Drive, Johnson City, and your Town Square Media Radio stations. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 53 degrees at 8.30. The forecast today, beautiful day, sunshine, comfortable temperatures into the mid-70s. The United States will soon have a new federal holiday commemorating the end of slavery. The House voted 415 to 14 yesterday to make Juneteenth. June 19th, the 12th federal holiday. President Joe Biden is scheduled to sign the bill into law today. Juneteenth commemorates June 19th, 1865, when Union soldiers brought the news of freedom to enslaved black people in Galveston, Texas, two months after the Confederacy had surrendered. There was also about two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation freed slaves in the southern states. It's now the new first federal holiday since Martin Luther King Jr. Day was created in 1983. Presidents Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin of Russia are back in their prospective countries after more than three hours discussing issues together yesterday in Geneva, Switzerland. One area of agreement, Biden and Putin decided to return their respective ambassadors to Washington and Moscow in a bid to improve badly deteriorated diplomatic relations between the two countries. Biden and Putin also instructed their diplomats to begin laying the groundwork for a new phase of arms control. There are growing concerns about a particular COVID-19 variant that was first detected in India. The Delta variant is now in 80 countries and 37 states. Dr. Ashish Jha the Brown University School of Public Health told ABC News it could become the dominant variant in the U.S. This is the most contagious variant that we have seen throughout the entire pandemic. The Delta variant is highly transmissible and may cause more severe disease. It's probably the most challenging variant overall. It's particularly dangerous, experts said, where large numbers of people are not vaccinated. The vaccine particularly Pfizer's, seem to be effective against the Delta variant. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. WMBF First News Time, 832. New York State Police are releasing the identities of the bicyclist who was killed and the one who was injured when a group of riders was hit by a driver who left the scene in Cortland County. Troopers say 67-year-old Kit Warren of DeRider was killed, while 67-year-old John Rutan of McGraw was taken to University Upstate Medical Center in Syracuse with non-life-threatening injuries after the group of riders was hit 
on Route 26 in Cincinnatus shortly before 7.30 Tuesday evening. Two other riders, a 34-year-old woman from Green and a 64-year-old man from Cincinnatus, were not hurt. State police say the vehicle was found in the town of Willett, and authorities were talking with someone they believed to have been the driver. As of yesterday afternoon, that person has not been identified, and the troopers have not said if any charges have been filed. Again, the investigation is continuing. WMBF First News Time, 833. A Johnson City restaurant is expected to be closed for about a week following a fire in its kitchen overnight Tuesday into Wednesday morning. Firefighters were sent to Blondie's restaurant in the Oakdale Mall shortly before 1.30 a.m. yesterday. A sprinkler system had been activated by the fire, putting out the blaze. Fire damage confined to the kitchen. Fire Marshal Bob Blakesley says the blaze originated in a hamper that was filled with folded and stacked cleaning rags. He says he believes the fire may have smoldered for a few hours before it burned up a wall and triggered the sprinkler system. No injuries were reported. The co-owner, Andrew Mallow, says the sprinklers ran for close to two hours, resulting in a significant amount of water through the restaurant. That restaurant is at the former Arby's fast food restaurant. Blondie's opened at the site in December. Concerts at Atenango Park will be resuming in a couple weeks after being called off due to the pandemic last year. Broome County Parks Recreation and Youth Services officials say the Broome Bands Together free concerts will be held most Tuesdays during the summer starting July 6 from 6 to 8 p.m. Families and individuals can bring lawn chairs or blankets to the park, pack a picnic or buy snacks from a vendor at the concert. Now, if there's any of the concerts rained out, there a couple more dates will be tacked on at the end of August. The monthly Ag and Art Night Market, hosted by Cornell Cooperative Extension of Broome County, is continuing today. The event combines local farmers, craft, food, and beverages with artisans and craftspeople. It takes place from 4 to 7 p.m. today at the Regional Farmers Market building on Upper Front Street in the town of Dickinson. It's 835, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 W. WMBF and WMBF.com. All right. Thank you, Kathy White. And joining me right now from our Binghamton Rumble Ponies, it's JB. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm glad to have you. We're excited. Baseball, summer's coming, Father's Day weekend. The Rumble Ponies are in town at Morabito Stadium. Let's talk about some of the things coming up. Well, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, it's pretty exciting. we got a great weekend planned this weekend. And, of course, now that the capacity uh, restrictions have been lifted in the state. We're expecting for uh, to uh, really entertain the fans. Uh, Friday, you know, we're going to have our fireworks that uh, we always have had. We consider them the best in the uh, Northeast League, if not the best in uh, the minor league completely. Um, of course, then uh, everyone knows who Jeff McNeil is, the, the flying squirrel. We're going to have his bobblehead that we're going to be giving away on Saturday. And then, of course, the best place where I'm going to spend Father's Day, of course, is at Rumbletown. Uh, and we have a uh, luau-themed day with a Father's Day picnic plan. So uh, it's a full, uh, full-fledged full weekend for uh, the Southern Tier here. Yeah, we're excited about it. I know the crowds have been coming back. Now, are there any safety protocols for people coming to the stadium, masks or anything, if they're not vaccinated? Or um, So, you know, according to the CDC guidelines, uh, if you are unvaccinated, you are uh, still supposed to wear a mask. That is completely an honor system, uh, according to uh, the government. So... Uh, you know, we are open and, uh, and uh, are trusting people to uh, do what is best uh, for our community. 
Uh, but other than that, you know, the governor has lifted all of our restrictions. Of course, we'll still have hand sanitizer, and uh, we do have the ability, if someone uh, feels more comfortable sitting in a pod or six feet away, we can still do that. But uh, for the most part, all those restrictions have been, and we're going to be at full capacity uh, this Saturday. And, J.B., about uh, as far as people wanting to maybe hold parties or picnics or different things, you used to do that. Can they still do that now? We still can, yes. We're actually starting to uh, starting birthdays back up and uh, groups and picnics and, uh, you know, renting out our party deck for special occasions. Uh, so, yeah, finally, finally, everything is uh, back on the table at Rumbletown and Rabbitoh Stadium. Hey, we're excited about it. Um, we're excited about people uh, getting excited about it as well. And tonight is a thirsty Thursday. And you mentioned Father's Day, and you mentioned a couple things that were going on for Dad's Day. Talk to talk to the dads again about uh, um, Father's Day and some of the things that are going on. So we are going to have a luau-themed uh, night. So we want all of the fathers to wear like a nice, loose, comfortable Hawaiian shirt and join us for a pregame picnic. Uh, and then uh, catch on the field uh, with your son or daughter after the game. So the, then, of course, in the meantime, between those things, enjoy the Rumble Ponies as they uh, hopefully go out and win, get a uh, game one for Dad. A gift shop open, too? Of course. Gift shop is open 9 to 5 every day, and, of course, it's open during games. We encourage everybody to uh, stop by and see it. We've got new merchandise this year, of course. And uh, uh, it's about time for everybody in the Southern Tier to make their appearance down here at Rumbletown. I mean, I love the Rumble Ponies logo. In fact, my son lives in El Paso, and they have the, the El Paso Chihuahuas out there. So we, we traded hats. I got him a Rumble Ponies hat, and he got me a Chihuahuas hat. But uh, uh, And you also, is Rowdy still going to be at the stadium? Uh, Rowdy is. He's finally starting to make appearances again. He is off of quarantine now. Oh, that's finally, great. Out of, the, out of the pasture and uh, back, back from quarantine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you mentioned, you mentioned some of the... You know, the, there's some weird names out there, right? Sod poodles and uh, yeah. all sorts of weird things. That, uh, that's what makes minor league baseball fun, though, is uh, all these unique names and all the mascots that people come up with. It's a lot of fun. And, JB, in the event people can't make it out to the games, they can still listen to the games on, on the website? Uh, you can. We, we stream every game on our website this year. Okay. So, folks, get on out. And let's talk about Rumbletown real quick. Can, paint us a picture of Rumbletown. So Rumbletown, I mean, Rumbletown is supposed to be the place where the ponies play, and we, we rumble for a win, obviously. Um, you know, um, Rabbitoh Stadium and Rumbletown are synonymous with, uh, you know, hopefully uh, what goes on in this community, showing the uh, pride in the southern tier that we have here and that rumbling spirit that uh, uh, this community likes to put on, just like uh, the Rumble Ponies and Rabbitoh do. Yeah, you know, and I always tell people it, it's so much different to be there in person than it is anything. You're watching a game on television or listening to it on the radio. It's so much different when you're there and you're a part of it because, and this has always been the case here at the stadium with our, our teams, uh, you guys always draw people in and have all kinds of great participation going on throughout the game as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think, of, of course, with any live event, it's just the atmosphere and uh you know, the atmosphere can be electric, especially in some of these tight games. But we try to make it uh, electric all the time with our in-between uh, inning games and, and keep fans entertained, um, you know, because we get moms and kids and families. And we want we want there to be a little something for everybody, keep everybody entertained as the Rumble Ponies hopefully rumble on for a win, hopefully. And we'll look forward to it. And uh, they've got three more games left in the six-game homestand, right? They sure do. We play uh, uh, We play tonight, then, of course, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll play four games uh, left, 
then we actually get a, a two-week break, and then, uh, you know, we're really going to put on a, a great show starting in July. Uh, we just put out our July promotional schedule, which highlighted, of course, by uh, fireworks every Friday night uh, that we have, brought to you by uh, Miller Auto team. And then, of course, uh, we're going to be giving away a Pete Alonzo bobblehead in July, too. So there's pretty exciting things. I encourage everyone to uh, go to our website and check out uh, uh, our promotion schedule and when our games are. There's a little something for everybody. And you can get tickets online as well or, in, or at the box office? Our box office is open every day from 9 to 5 as well. You can certainly do it online. We're, right. we're ready to... But we have it open every day now. We're ready to see people's faces finally. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. I'm psyched for the community that we're able to do that as well. So come on out, folks, and support your Binghamton Rumble Ponies at Marabito Stadium. And check out the fireworks tomorrow. They go see the Father's Day uh, game on Sunday as well. And, JB, uh, you're always welcome to call in. So keep, keep in touch with us and let us know what's going on. I will really do that. I really appreciate you having me on today. So uh, let's. Keep rumbling on today. All right, go ponies. Talk to you, JB. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. All right, WNBF First News Time 842. We'll get our job report from Room Tag of Workforce. Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosier. Hey, good morning. It is time for our Broomtown Workforce job report from the Career Center in the Oakdale Mall. Let's check in with Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Doug. We are all set for your job report. I know you have a lot going on. We do. Uh, so for the hot jobs today, our very first one is with the New York State Unified Court System. They're looking for a secretary. This position will provide support for the attorneys in the Binghamton Office of the Mental Hygiene Legal Service. Duties include, but are not limited to, secretarial, administrative, and clerical tasks, document organization and filing, case management, and similar duties. Hot job number two is with Atlantic Testing Laboratories looking for an asbestos lead project monitor. ADL is seeking a candidate for project monitoring air sampling technicians for asbestos abatement. They will provide training and certifications for career-oriented candidates. And then the third hot job today is at the UHS Ideal Senior Living Center. They've got six CNA positions available. This position performs basic resident care under supervision of the registered nurse and maintains resident care and unit environment consistent with policies, procedures, and practices of the nursing division and at, <clears throat> at the UHS Senior Living and Ideal Center. Uh, speaking of which... Today is the first of two days that they are doing pre-scheduled or walk-in appointments at Broomtiger Workforce, that is the UHS Senior Living Center. Uh, if you would like to get pre-scheduled for an appointment on their second date on 7-1, you can give us a call. We'll give you the information for that. Uh, otherwise, feel free to walk in today from 10 to 3. They've got full and part-time positions available from food service to health care. There's a whole gamut there, so give us a Give us a shout, and we'll get you in on that. Otherwise, we've got the MMC group and Lowe's Open Interviews. Uh, for MMC, they're holding virtual interviews every Tuesday, so give us a call. Get set up for next Tuesday coming up, and Lowe's Interview is every Tuesday on site from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Lastly, we are working on another big job fair. Our last job fair uh, this past Tuesday went over extremely well. We had a ton of people walking up, finding us, talking about all the different jobs that we had available. This next one is going to be even bigger. So keep an ear on, on that. We're going to have more information up on our website, BroomTigerWorks.com. You can find us on Facebook, Broomtiger Workforce. Or give us a call, 607-778-6441. And as always, Steve, thank you for everything you guys do to get people back to work and help them sharpen their skills to get back into that workplace. 
Absolutely. We'll look forward to talking with you again tomorrow. Have a good day. All right, bye now. Steve from Broom Tiger Workforce New York and the Career Center, which is the former Sears location, right where the automotive uh, place is, or was, in the Oakdale Mall, and you can swing in there, and uh, they'll be glad to help you out, too. A few more minutes left to WNBF's First News Binghamton, and uh, then Bob Joseph will kick in with WNBF's Binghamton Now. That's all. is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier. birthday to the man right there, Barry Manilow, celebrating 78th birthday today, and a guy who's had just tons of hits. Everything from the Copacabana to I Write the Songs to Mandy to It's a Miracle. We were talking about uh, Barry Manilow songs. Somebody said Barry Manilow doesn't have any happy songs. That was a happy song right there. Copacabana, a happy song as well. So uh, we announced earlier this morning about 7.15... Uh, the replacement or the new show that will air beginning on Monday from noon to three weekdays here on WNBF News Radio 1290. It's been a long time coming. It's been a, a tough decision on what to do to replace the Rush Limbaugh program, which has ran for 30 years plus here in uh, on the Binghamton Airwaves at WNBF. And uh, a guy like Rush isn't somebody you can just replace. So uh, what show are we going to be put putting in on Monday, noon to 3? It will be the Dan Bongino Show. Dan Bongino will be a part of the WNBF lineup now, weekdays following Bob Joseph with Binghamton Now. And then uh, after that, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, John Batchelor, Red Eye Radio, all the regular lineup. But Dan Bongino will be the uh, the new Noon to three time slot with us here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD. And I think you're going to have a really incredible 
Bull Show you'll be proud of. I'd appreciate your feedback. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. All right, we are looking forward to it beginning on Monday. Uh, many of you have heard of Dan Bongino. We had uh, several emails and phone calls that I received over the last couple of months asking for the show. Would you please put it on? Uh, and uh, we have uh, thought long and hard about this, and we've decided that's the show we're going to put on. 117 million audio downloads in 2020. So uh, an, an amazing podcast career. And now uh, it's expanded to a three-hour show, noon to three, right here. On WNBF 1290, each and every weekday, we welcome the Dan Bongino Show. Thank Premier Radio and uh, for all the years with uh, the Rush Limbaugh program and all they've done. And, of course, we have a great relationship with them and run other programs through their service as well. But we want to thank them for everything they've done throughout the years. Uh, for us, uh, the incredible support, the, the Rush fans and listeners, and even the folks that have been filling in over the last couple of months paying tribute to him as well. So uh, a guy that you really can't replace, but the Dan Bongino Show will be in our noon to three spot, uh, slots now beginning on Monday. So. Thank you so much for a great morning. It's just been uh, wonderful to have you here. We want to thank uh, all of our call-ins this morning. Jerry Harrison from Planning with Purpose. JB from the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. And, of course, all of you for listening. And Kathy White for taking care of things, too. Bob Joseph will be in momentarily for WNBF's Binghamton now from 9 to noon. And you'll be invited to call in with uh, some of your comments and suggestions, maybe even something about how you feel about Dan Bongino being on the show. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about it, so hopefully that will continue. And we'll be back tomorrow to uh, close out the work week with you right here at 530 along with Kathy White for WNBF's First News Binghamton. Have a great day. Enjoy. going to be a nice one. Sunny and near 70 today. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. It's 9 a.m. I'll see you.